Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Balls Deep Dynasty Fantasy Football Podcast, a podcast dedicated to the Balls Deep Dynasty Fantasy Football League right here in Ireland. I'm your host, Alan Byrne, alongside as ever, Boo Earns himself, Owen Byrne. Owen, settling into his new digs in Vancouver, Canada. How are you doing, brother? All good, Alan. All good. Yeah, uh, just uh, moved there uh, yesterday. Um, yeah, settling into the new gaff. Uh, big change. If you don't know, now you know. I live in Canada now. <laughs> there you go. That won't stop the podcast. Uh, well, considering we couldn't get the podcast done in Ireland for the last two weeks, uh, <laughs> we get it done intercontinentally this week. <laughs> yeah. Look, we're built different. We're built different. That's it. That's it. All right. It's been three weeks since we've been on the air. Let's get into the news. But let me hit you with some knowledge. Well, a lot has gone on in the NFL over the last three weeks. The playoff push is really coming into focus now as we are in just four weeks remaining of the NFL calendar this year. Looking right now at the playoff picture in the AFC, the Buffalo Bills, Kansas City Chiefs, Baltimore Ravens, and Tennessee Titans, currently the four division leaders, and they are in prime playoff spots, but hot on their heels. The Cincinnati Bengals, Miami Dolphins, and New England Patriots take up the wildcard spots with the Los Angeles Chargers and New York Jets in the hunt. All four teams from the AFC East. Surprising. Yeah, definitely surprising that uh, we want to see it coming at the start of the year in particular. Um, the Jets have been a lot better than we thought. Uh, especially in particular on defense, they've been outstanding defensively, um, really all around. They got some key injuries early, which hasn't helped them. Obviously, there's a whole shit show going on with their quarterback room. Uh, Wilson dropped, White injured, Flacco giving out shit about being a stand-up comic, and all this kind of stuff. I mean, who knows <laughs> what they're doing, but uh, doing their best. Um but yeah, uh, Bills and Chiefs for me have been the most impressive teams, the Chiefs in particular. Uh, Bills have had their struggles, but uh, back to winning ways uh, on the regular for the Bills, and they're the number one seed at the moment. Yeah, the Cincinnati Bengals coming hot at the moment, beating the Chiefs, of course, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it's between those one of those three, Bills, Chiefs, or Bengals for me. Uh, yeah, um Bengals are, I think, a little more fragile than the Chiefs and the Bills. Uh, as you mentioned, beat the Chiefs, played a cracker that day. But, um, you know, then lost real soft to the Browns. Um, I know it's in division and it's a different type of matchup, but, I mean, that's that's a key one they should have had. They they really uh, could have been 10-3 and three now and, you know, more in the mix uh, with the head-to-heads and all. Um, but, yeah, uh, Chiefs and Bills for me. Um I'd uh, see the two of them taking out the Bengals if they met in the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, we obviously started uh, the season, and if you were going to pick an AFC division that was going to be red hot, you would have picked in the AFC West. 
but the Broncos have been a mess. The Raiders have been very inconsistent. And, uh, yeah, the Chargers just hanging in there. So, again, it's just the Chiefs walking away with it, really. Yeah, that's definitely been happening. I mean, we've spoke uh, multiple times over the last number of months at uh, the head coaching scenarios in Denver and Oak or Las Vegas um, have been a, a mess. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett and uh, Josh McDaniel just uh, don't seem fit for purpose, in my opinion. And Russ hasn't turned out the way we thought in Denver. Uh, they've had a lot of injuries as well to uh, you know real key guys uh, all the skill positions but look the Chargers Chargers have just been trucking along haven't been playing well but uh, I still have a winning record I mean after through eight weeks they had played horribly but were five and three you know what I mean they're still seven and six still knocking on the door still a team with a really good quarterback a really good running game some really good weapons on the outside if they got healthy not a team you'd be looking forward to facing in the playoffs no, and of course they beat the Miami Dolphins uh, last weekend, which uh, could have consequences for the Dolphins uh, as the weeks roll on. At the bottom end, uh, we already mentioned the Broncos. They're three and ten through uh, through thirteen weeks. Uh, the Houston Texans, though, porous at the bottom. Talk about your QB problems. They are one eleven and one. Put it up to the Cowboys this past week, but uh, they're still pretty bad. Indianapolis Colts and uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers heading for their first losing season under the guidage of the head coach. Yeah, uh, yeah, Mike Tomlin's had uh, such a stellar record with the Steelers. Um, if they lose this weekend, that uh, locks it in as his first uh, losing season ever. And, yeah, as previously mentioned, the Texans have been poor. They play hard. I know credit to them at times, playing hard, but uh, just don't have the pieces at all uh, in the real key spots. Poor at, um, poor at tackle, poor at QB. You know, inconsistent run game. Pierce has started picking up some knocks in the last couple of weeks, probably from a little bit of overusage, leaning on him a little too much. Don't really have that one-two punch. And, you know, outside of Brandon Cooks, basically have no weapons. And, you know, he's uh, thrown his sulks in the last number of weeks as well. Yeah, of course, he wanted to be traded by the deadline, and that didn't come through. So, we move across to the NFC. That is headed up by the league's hottest team, the Philadelphia Eagles, 12-1. and They lead the NFC East. Other divisional leaders right now, Minnesota Vikings, San Francisco 49ers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Playoff spots, the uh, wild card's been held by Dallas Cowboys, Washington Commanders, and New York Giants. In the hunt, the Seattle Seahawks and Detroit Lions. But the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lead the NFC South with a 6-7 and seven record. Woof. Which means it means the five and eight Carolina Panthers, the five and eight Atlanta Falcons, and the four and nine New Orleans Saints are all in the hunt for a playoff spot. <laughs> How That's disgusting! Ridiculous. <laughs> That's so, ridiculous. so 
So much so that if the uh, Carolina Panthers now win out their remaining four games, including a win against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they will miraculously win the NFC South. <laughs> Let's go, my boy, Sam Darnold. <laughs> Coming back to get done. <laughs> yeah, uh, obviously crazy division. But look, the Bucks just they're just choking along and just haven't been playing great you know they're in games they shouldn't be in and then they're getting beaten by teams they should be blown out they've had such a weird season um brady's been hit and miss you know there was a lot of talk pre-season there was a lot of distractions you know we go back uh brady was getting divorced uh leonard fornick came in overweight there was problems with the defense and look, they've that's they've shown up that way this season. Um, but uh, pretty hilarious that they have a losing record and are still at winning the division and getting into the playoffs. But uh, yeah, what a shit show of a division. Uh, don't yeah, see any of them. Yeah. Don't see any of them doing anything in the playoffs, regardless of which one ends up winning it. It won't much matter. No, it won't. No, uh, yeah, absolutely. Tampa Bay put to the sword by the 49ers and. Uh, Brock Purdy, the first yeah. ever quarter, the first ever quarterback to beat Tom Brady in his first ever start, and uh, to show how bad the uh, Buccaneers were, they were three and a half point dogs going into that match. You know, so that'll just tell you yeah. how bad. There are. you go, Mister Irrelevant, God Purdy. <laughs> Indeed, um, and then look. Green Bay Packers have had an awful uh, season. Arizona Cardinals are not much better after the performance we saw the other night. And now have lost Kyler Murray. You can't see another win on the horizon for them. Los Angeles Rams. It's just been a travesty. 4-9 also through uh, the 13 weeks. And uh, your own Chicago Bears. Big shoulders holding up the NFC with a 3-10 and record. You know, I've actually... Shockingly, been happy with the Bears this year. They're, they've actually played really well in really a lot of places. Fields, we now know, is the guy going forward. But they play really well and then they lose at the end. We still get a good draft pick. That's what I like to see. There's hope there. Young O line is improving, it's been proven all year. But, uh, you know, there's, there's room for improvement, of course, obviously. But, uh, no. I'm actually really optimistic about the Bears. I think they've actually had a really good season. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, I'm going to disagree with you from here. I don't think Justin Fields is the man. Uh, I know he runs the ball very well, but he's not a good quarterback. And I don't think, uh, I think if you guys are sitting with a top three pick and there's a, there's a better quarterback sitting there, I'd be surprised if they passed it up. No, I I think now they don't take a quarterback. I'm... I hope they don't. I want them to give Fields a run ahead. We have so many holes in other spots. Take one of the top O-line guys. We need an edge rusher. We need a corner. Uh, I don't think uh, QB should. We're, looks like we're going to have the second pick uh, at, as the way things stand. I don't think QB should be uh, should be the one we're going for there. Or maybe trade yeah. out of there for a QB needy team. Yeah, yeah, perhaps, perhaps. 
Uh, the last uh, two or three weeks on have brought with them uh, usual injuries. Uh, some of them have been fairly significant, and uh, particularly as we head into the fantasy playoffs, there are a number of guys gone on IR. Who do you have? Yeah, a list of guys here gone on IR, as you said, um, headed up by uh, Kyler Murray. Uh, himself and Rondell Moore from the Cardinals both on an IR. Marcus Mariota and Kyle Pitts both went on IR for Atlanta. Darnell Mooney, KJ Hamler, Mark Ingram, Jimmy G and Elijah Mitchell all going to be missing throughout the uh, fantasy playoffs. Uh, you won't have those. There's been a litany of injuries over the last number of weeks. Uh, small, big. Uh, you just need to keep an eye on your own teams, and um, lots of guys are showing up questionable, which is the usual this time of year. Lads are getting knocks all the time now. It's been a long season. So uh, just keep an eye on your guys. But uh, those nine guys I just mentioned uh, will not be playing. Put them uh, on your bench slash IR spot. Indeed, yeah. Tough, tough, uh, tough sledding for some of the teams relying on some of those big high-profile guys to... Uh, to carry them to uh, to a championship or uh, to avoid a toilet bowl. Yeah, for sure. Uh, a lot of those players uh, more have fantasy relevance uh, to to the managers here rather than their actual teams. Uh, there's, there's a lot of uh, poor teams <laughs> off those guys that I listed. There's a lot of poor teams, but uh, basically everyone is poor outside of the two Niners players. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah guys going to be missing them. Um, definitely some guys in the toilet bowl race uh, in particular. Some big names missing Indeed. Indeed. All right. Let's head into the Balls Deep Dynasty Fantasy Football Rundown. Uh. So we entered into week number 12, week number 13, and week number 14, which were all individual matchups. All had playoff implications on the line. We started with the suckiest bunch of sucks division. This division was all but confirmed after week 11, but it needed to be put to bed. Kicking the squibs did the necessary in week 12 and a tightly contested win over rebuilding progress. Jefferson and Wilson combined for more than 50 points for the Squibs to make the difference in the end. A four-point win confirms a kick in the Squibs as the suckiest bunch of sucks division champions for 2022. (laughs) Yes. They are the suckiest bunch of sucks of them all this year. Elsewhere, a repeat of the 2021 Championship Final saw the mediocre football team take on Kenneth Killers. Surprising everyone, this one was actually a reasonably good scoring tight affair. Killers only had Higgins reach the 20-point mark, while the champs had Herbert, Eckler, Stevenson and Big Mac do similar. Mediocre football team take revenge from an opening day loss and take a win by 10 points. Moving on to week 13, mediocre football came came back down to earth as kicking the squibs rubbed their divisional crown in their faces. 
Fields and Wilson once again put up 20-plus each to get them on their way. Only Peoples-Jones responded in kind for the champs, kicking the squibs in the week 8 and 5 with an outside shot of a first-round bye. Elsewhere in the division, Kenneth Killers took on rebuilding progress to see who was going to be the worst of them all. The Killers had DeAndre Swift and Samaji P. Ryan both get over the 20-point mark. DK Metcalf and Devontae Smith did the same for rebuilding progress. Each had guys littered in their teens, but a goose egg on one side for Kenneth Killers by the way of Court and Sutton was almost balanced out by Lamar Jackson's injury at a 1.34 point effort for rebuilding progress. In the end, it was a tight affair, but Kenneth Killers came out on top by five and a half points. Week 14 saw division winners kicking the squibs take on former runners of Kenneth Killers. Tilo and Justin Jefferson each got 33 points to send kicking the squibs well on their way. In response, Kenneth Killers only had six players in the teens and no one in the twenties. In the end, an easy 45-point win for the divisional champs. Elsewhere, the mediocre football team got a narrow victory of 13.5 points over rebuild and progress to route them to the bottom of the division. Austin Eckler, Donovan Peoples-Jones, each of these guys got 20 points plus. Littered with duds after that, they still managed to get on top. In the end, the suckiest bunch of sucks division finished up as follows. At the bottom, Rebuild and Progress finished 3 and 11 through 14. Kenneth Killers were next on 4 and 10. Mediocre football team 5 and 9. But four games clear at the top. A kick in the squibs. Take the divisional crown and move on to the playoffs. Simples in the end on Simples. Yeah, look, uh, division held up to uh, its name. Uh, there was some suckiest bunch of sucks in there, and uh, my house of cards uh, came through it all. Uh, let's see how the playoffs go. My <laughs> team sucks. <laughs> oh yeah, again benefiting from uh, no one, no one being able to take advantage of your losses. I suppose you know. There you go. Yeah, it's been a. Like I've I've said over many weeks, my team has been a house of cards. I've picked up some key victories along the way in all in fairness, but uh no. Um I'm pretty happy in the playoffs. I'm just missed out one of those bye rounds as well. I was raging, but <laughs> 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 we'll uh, we'll see how we get on. We'll see how we get on. Indeed, indeed. We move on to the next most competitive division this season, the below-average Joe's division. Week 12 saw the top v. bottom affair as QB Antivax tried to keep a late playoff push alive as they went up against Dalvin and the Chipmunks. The Chipmunks had a very solid outing with no fewer than seven starters getting more than 15 points apiece. 
That was too much for QB anti-vax this week, seeing their recent form come to a brutal end. Delvin and the Chipmunks, confirm! As the 2022 Below Average Joe's Division title winners at a first round playoff bye. They are the most average of Joes this year. The pivotal match this week in the division, however, was that so Ravens taking on the upstart Cup My Balls. A massive 48.8 points from Josh Jacobs for the Ravens would be the difference here, and a huge win would see them all but in the playoffs for the second consecutive year. The loss for Cup My Balls had them up against it after a solid season so far. Week 13 would see the repeat winners and repeat losers from Week 12. A week's highest score from That So Ravens finally put a nail in the coffin of an unlikely playoff berth for QB anti-vax. 100 points were scored alone from CMC, Jacobs, Potter, and Pacquiao. These were enough to send them on their way to an easy W. An easier W was obtained by the new divisional champs Dalvin and the Chipmunks. A 51-point beatdown of Cup My Balls, led by a 30-point outing from Joey Burrow, claims their 11th win of the season and put an end to the Cup My Balls playoff ambitions. The final week of the season saw Dalvin and Chipmunks finish off a dominating year by beating their nearest divisional rivals, that's so Ravens. James Conner and a returning Jamar Chase did the damage with 20-plus points apiece. Pollard and CMC responded in kind for That's So Ravens, but Dalvin and Chipmunks would take the win by almost 20 points in the end. A 12th win of the season, top of the league, and they finish four games clear, but both teams playoff bound. Elsewhere, a dead rubber saw bottom-sized QB anti-vax take on Cup My Balls. Despite 32 points from McKinnon and 25 points from Cousins, QB anti-vax couldn't claim their sixth win of the year. Cup My Balls had Sanders, Juju, and new man Brock Purdy each rock over 20 points apiece, and they claim the win. The average Joe's division for 2022 ends up looking like this. At the bottom on 5-9 and nine is QB Antivax. Cup my balls with an impressive 7-7 seven and seven record, but they miss out on the playoffs. That's a Ravens they get in the playoffs with an 8-6 and six record, but a league's best. 12-2 and two for Quinny and Dalvin and the Chipmunks. Dominating. Yeah, super impressive season. Um, obviously, in the uh, finishing twelve and two, but also uh, have the most points scored all year, and it is not close. Um, Quinny's been uh, running the juggernaut of a team there all season. Um, fair play to him. Uh, he went different routes, you could say, from other people from last year. Uh, kept a lot of his team together. Uh, went all in with some trades last year. Went all in with some trades this year. He's gone all in for a ring. 
and uh, he's going to be hard to take down. He's got a good team there, and uh, yeah, he's been high, high flying. Fair play to him. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think I took one of those. Uh, I, I'm responsible for one of his defeats, so I just happened to catch him on a down week, and I think that's the only way you're going to stop him in the playoffs is, is a down week from two or three of his stars. Uh, as you say, he went all in, and uh, he's paid a lot of a lot of cap to a lot of guys, but uh, all worth it if you bring home that ring. Yeah, you know, if you get an old ring out of it, what's another 10 years of misery after that? <laughs> That's it. That's it. And so we move on to the most competitive division of the league this year, the Donkey's Asses Division. Week 12 started off with a slobber knocker between the fear boners and the human beings. This one was close for long periods. The fear boners, Josh Allen, almost get to 30 points and Zay Jones adding 27 and a half. The human beings had Amasi Brown get to 27.9 and while no one else got to 20 points, Mahomes is at 19.5, Geno Smith at 19.5, and, and another five guys in double figures. In the end, they take it by 23 points. A huge win for the human beings. This one was basically whoever won this game was almost in the playoffs. The loser was up against it. Elsewhere. Division leaders Nick Cage's buddies took on the walking jinx. The jinx had to have this one in order to stay in the playoff hunt. Nick Cage's buddies needed it to almost take the division. But it was the jinx that came out on top. Jalen Hurts almost 30 points. With Kyler Murray chipping in more than 26. On the other side, only Nick Chubb got into the 20s. For Nick Cage's bunnies and the Jinx take a huge one by 34 points. Everything was very tight in this division as we headed into week 13. The walking Jinx, fresh off a huge win over the division leaders, could have went top of the division if they beat the Fear Boners. But it wasn't to be. The Boners put up the week's highest score of 163.62. Off the back of 37.7 points from Adams, 31.9 points from A.J. Brown. In the end, it was a 30-point beatdown, and the Jinx had it all to do head to Week 14. Elsewhere in the division, another surprise. As the human beings took out Nick Cage's bunnies, the bunnies, in touching distance of winning the division prior to Week 12, Lost two on the bounce. A crushing victory by 56 points. Courtesy of Mahomes at 20. Keenan Allen at 20. Amos St. Brown at 34. Tyler Lockett with 27. Geno Smith at 22. It rained points. And the human beings with one foot in the playoffs. So down it came to week 14. It looked like this. Nick Cage's bunnies needed to win, to win the division, and to get that playoff by. The walking jinx needed to win and they were in. The human beings needed to win and they were in. And the fear boners needed to win 
and they were in, but the Fear Boners lost to Nick Cage's buddies by 14 points in a really tight game. Elsewhere, the Jinx took the closest game of the week. 30 points from Jalen Hurts led the way with 24 added by Tyreek Hill on Monday night. They take a three-point win and get themselves in the playoffs. In the end, the Donkey's Asses division finishes the Fear Boners 7-7 seven and seven out of the playoffs. The Human Beings 7-7 seven and seven in the playoffs. The Walking Jinx 8-6 and six after a late run in the playoffs. And Nick Cage's Bunnies, the only team in the league to win back-to-back -back divisional titles. They are the Donkey's Asses winners of 2022. They are the biggest Donkey's Asses once more. <laughs> what a fun division to watch over the last three weeks. Uh, no one could string two wins together. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> no one's getting bet twice in a row. Well, it was fun. That was, it was an up and down roller coaster. Um, my heart would have been pounded if I was in there. Thank God uh, I wasn't. But yeah, what a fun. And uh, you were unlucky in the end to miss out, brother. Yeah, yeah. Look, I said at the start, uh, at the end of week 11, between myself and Keen, certainly one of us needed to win twice to get in. Keen won twice. I won once, and that, that was, uh, you know, the difference in the end. And, uh, yeah, the other results just didn't go my way. So, uh, yeah, what can you do? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, look, they, these things happen. Uh, if you had a chance, if you were told at the start of the year, you get one game before the playoff starts. If you win that game, you're in the playoffs. You know, you might have taken it. You might have taken it. Win and you're maybe, in. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Zero <laughs> Yeah, as so, as I was saying to uh, to Kean, you know, he needed ten points, I think, from uh, from DeAndre Hopkins in the final game, and I, I needed DeAndre in another league just to get like two points, and I won that division, and I needed two points from him in this to uh, sneak into playoffs, but it wasn't to be. It wasn't to be. Look, I look forward to uh, to the to the to the toilet bowl championship and twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Be, uh, some fun matches coming up. Indeed. And let's look at them in the road ahead. <laughs> really? <laughs> can you feel the tension in the air right now? I know I can. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. So here we are. It's round one of the 2022 Balls Deep Dynasty Fantasy Football Playoffs. League leaders, Dalvin and the Chipmunks, followed by Donkey's Asses Division winners, Nick Cage's Bunnies, each get a bye this week into round two of the championship. That means that That's So Ravens take on the Walking Jinx in match number one. And match number two, it is the human beings against Kick in the Squibs. How are you feeling about that, bro? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, 
Greenspan up and down all year. Some weeks he comes out on fire, 200 points. Other weeks he comes out, drops 89 points. You know what I mean? And he, if he drops somewhere in the middle there, it's going to even take a bit of beating. So, um, yeah, no, nervous. It's going to be a tough one. Uh, we're, it looks like we're scheduled to run close. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun week. Yeah, right now you're scheduled to win by... Point eight nine points. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Just lock oh, it in. Lock tight. it in. We're done. Lock it yeah. in. I'll take the dub. It is going to be tight. That is for sure. <laughs> in the toilet bowl championship, bottom of the league, rebuilding progress. They get a bye this week, as do Kenneth Killers, which means that cut my balls take on the champion mediocre football team, and my own fear boners take on QB anti-vax. Your old nemesis, Ben. Hey, there's no nemesis around here. Me and Ben are good old pals. (laughs) (laughs) We spoke about Ben a couple of weeks back. Uh, He was actually on a really good run. Um, Got himself, you know, back in relative spitting distance. Maybe not in his division, but not the division leaders in Quinney. But uh, he got himself to five and six. He ended up uh, finishing out the season three-game losing streak. Um, but you've been up and down yourself, so uh, it's gonna be a fun one to watch. Yeah, and, yeah. Know, uh, I feel it's dangerous. Been... I feel it's a dangerous game. <laughs> yeah, it's got banana skin written all over it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, look, um, the other game should be good as well, Adam. Probably not going to be happy uh, playing in the toilet ball this year as defending champion. We won't have back-to-back champions. We know that for certain. But, um, yeah, some fun matchups uh, in the playoffs, in the toilet ball. It's going to be a fun weekend. Absolutely it is. Absolutely it is. Yeah, no, look, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, yeah, look, let's, uh, let's bring it on. Let's bring it on and bring it home. <laughs> All right. Let's have a look over at the If You're Not First or Last Redraft League. If you ain't first, you're last. Well, the 14 regular season weeks also came to an end in the Redraft League. Top of the table. Who earns himself? Sucky Sponge of Sucks on 10 and 4. Takes the tiebreak with his recent victory over my unnecessary roughness team, also 10 and 4. But the Burn Brothers, two games clear of the posse behind them, which included Stevens, uh, Stevens' team, the fantasy football team, staffs the way you like it, and Mr. Green's, Mr. Meeksiks, and the Destroyers all making it into playoff town. Elsewhere, Aaron's team, Hot Chub Time Machine, Dalvin Chipmunks, and my bald sack, Earth, all face toilet bowl competition. So, week 15 looks like this. The Burn Brothers get a first round bye. We'll see the chumps in the divisionals. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Keen's fantasy football team takes on Ross's staffs the way you like it. That's where Green's Mr. Meeksy's and Destroyers take on Steven's team. Steven, get a team name for God's sake. 
with the no team names. It's amateur hour. Amateur hour. Elsewhere, toilet bowl round one sees Ben's team take on Aaron's team. Come on, Aaron. Get a proper team, Ben. <laughs> ben, ben, ben okay. has, he's going to toilet ben. over sure. Yeah, Ben has a name. It's my ball sack hurts. I do like it. I like it. In as Davin and the Chipmunks then take on Adam's hot chub time machine to see who will go to the toilet bowl. Special mention to Ben, Anna and Adam. All three in toilet bowls in both leagues. Well done, lads. Consistency across the board. That's a, that's a tough watching season right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to everyone's favorite segment of the show. The betting corner. What do you like in the afternoon games? Well, I like the 49ers because they're pure of heart. Seattle because they got something to prove. And the Raiders because they always cheat. And in an extremely suspicious play, the Raiders win. Oh, we got action Tonight, Thursday night. We got action Saturday night. We got action Sunday night. We got action Monday night. Who do you like this week? Yeah, look, Alan, it's been a it's been a tough season. We all know that. But every week comes with another week of promise, another week of excitement, and another week of absolute certainties that are definitely going to come in. This is the week. <laughs> <laughs> this week I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings, minus four. They are at home to the Indianapolis Colts. Colts haven't been great, hit and miss. Don't have a head coach. Um, you know, some can argue the Vikings went down badly last week. But, um, look, they're going to come out this week. They're, it's only a four-point game. They're at home. They're playing at a normal time. They're playing on Saturday. I like them here. I think it's a good spot. They win. They clinch their division. They're coming out to play hard. So, yeah, I like Vikings minus four at home to the Colts. We're going to double that straight up with the Ravens at the Browns. Huntley at QB. He's coming out. They're getting three points. The Browns are garbage. They, I can't explain how poor they are. Watson has not been phenomenal or anything since he came back uh, which I would have expected he hasn't played in a long time um, this Ravens defense is nasty they are shutting down the run since they acquired Roquan Smith so I think uh, you know Nick Chubb um, and Hunt have a, have a tough day against the run and I think the Ravens win this one nicely I think it's going to be a low scoring game um, so getting three with the Ravens, I like that. So Vikings minus four, Ravens plus three, that's the weekend double. Nice, nice. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm looking at the list. There's a lot of disgusting matchups this week. Pittsburgh at Carolina, Arizona at Denver, New England at Las Vegas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh. <laughs> woof. My lock of the week, however, is going to be the Cincinnati Bengals away at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, minus three and a half. I think they're going to uh, 
yeah, they're gonna they're gonna run up a score against the Bucks in Florida. Yeah, no, I like it. I like it. I like it. Uh, two teams, you know, playing for the playoffs, but obviously uh, higher aspirations probably in Cincinnati, given um, their fine run of form this year. Um, the you know we've mentioned the Bucks earlier. We talked about how up and down and poor they've been. Um, Brady hasn't been great. They're beat up. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Bengals. Yeah, yeah. So here we are. Another fantasy football season almost in the books. It's been a really enjoyable season thus far. Lots of ups and downs. It's been it's been a really tight league. Uh, you know that whole middle section has been uh, there's been nothing to uh, to differentiate between a lot of them. You know. Uh, uh, now we head on to the playoffs, but uh, it, it, it's been brilliant, you know. I've really enjoyed it, you know. I was obviously on the losing end of uh, the playoff push right at the end, but uh, that doesn't deter my, me from uh, from the fun I've had so far. Yeah, agreed. Uh, it's been a great season. Um, fantasy season's been great. There's been great games in the NFL, um, you know, leading some high scores in fantasy football. Um, it's been... There's been a lot of heartache, you know, this lad's getting knocks, there's been a lot of injuries. Um, yeah, it's been a, a tricky minefield and that's what I love about it. Uh, it's always moving, always developing and it's been a lot of fun. Um, still think my team is garbage. Uh, I've, I've had a lot of fun with it actually, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I've been throwing some darts all year and uh, sometimes they work, sometimes they effort, but... Uh, that's been great. I've enjoyed every bit of it. And I uh, look forward to trying to make a playoff push starting with Green this week. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's 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 been sort of a strange uh, kind of a season as well, fantasy-wise. And we'll dig into this more uh, once once the playoffs get done and we're into the off-season. Um, you know, a, a lot of top guys didn't perform. Uh, some some bottom guys uh, have come good. I think the whole tight end issue is a major problem in fantasy because there is only one. <laughs> and yes. if you don't have Travis Kelsey on your team, then it's a wasted spot. Uh, Agreed. Uh, so we might look into that in the off season. Maybe the tight end position gets changed with a flex position or something we'll see we'll see but it's hard it's hard to rely it's hard to rely on a tight end spot when there there's basically only one or two guys you know only one guy really yeah, yeah. you know there's one guy really that's doing it consistent because even if he there was a long time where kelsey wasn't getting a touchdown but he gets so many catches and yards he doesn't need the touchdowns whereas a lot of the most of the other tight ends are completely touchdown reliant um, outside of like the likes of Mark Andrews and and Kittle, who can have big weeks, but uh, have been mighty inconsistent and have had their knocks this year, and obviously, um, you know Pitts has been pretty much disappointing for most of the year. Um, he was very disappointing at the start of the season. Is obviously now injured as well. But after that, it gets it's slim pickings and it's just a dare throw every week. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, it's. It's a tricky one. Yeah, but it, it the position has almost uh, become like a streaming position, like your defense or your kicker. You know, it's uh, 
it's uh, it's that kind of a that kind of a mess, you know. But look, we'll get into all that a bit more. There's a lot to talk about there. Uh, we won't get through it today, but uh, but yeah, look. Another exciting, as we said, there's uh, there's football Thursday night, Saturday night, Sunday night, and Monday night for the next couple of weeks uh, in the NFL. So make sure you set those lineups in time for what is the fantasy playoff weeks. Woo! <laughs> so congratulations yeah, to everyone in the playoffs. Best of luck to everyone uh, for heading for the championship and heading for the toilet bowl. And we will have a look at round one of the playoffs when we pod intercontinentally once again next week. Until then, talk to you soon. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.